Hey, what's up, guys? It's your boy Bradley Thompson here, and this is episode 16 of the Living the Canadian Dream podcast. We are 16 episodes in right now. 16 episodes in. Didn't think I would make it here. Didn't think I would make it here because we're almost at 20, and that's a pretty big milestone. That means we are still warming up. Not even in the main podcast yet. Still warming up. Spinning the wheels in the mud right now. Still doing it. You know? Still finding the ground. I can barely walk right now. I'm still crawling. Haven't hit walking stage yet. Maybe episode 25 we'll hit walking stage and then we'll start running. We'll start galloping to the finish line. Into the horizon. Um, 16 episodes in. This is awesome. I think last episode was arguably the best episode of this podcast. So if you have not watched, I mean, listen, <laughs> um, to episode 15 yet, go check that one out. Because critics are saying episode 15 was one of the littest podcasts of all time. And all of Living the Canadian Dream podcast history. It's pretty crazy. It's pretty crazy. Um, I'm happy to be here. I'm happy to you know, figure out this podcast. Uh, a couple episodes ago, I tried to do a video podcast. And guess what, guys? Your boy is trying again. And I can tell you, right now, it seems to be off to a great start. But around that half an hour mark, we'll see if this camera turns off. Okay? If it does, then we're going to be back to square one. And then I'm going to have to do the last resort, which I didn't want to do, which is spend more money to get a camera for doing podcasts. Okay? Hopefully, I don't have to do that. Hopefully, I don't have to drop any more bills. Even though I got stacks on stacks on stacks, got too many rubber bands to put that cash together, you already know. No, I'm just joking. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I don't want to spend any more money, to be honest. Um, so we'll see if this video podcast actually works this time hopefully it does i even have some lighting set up so if you're watching the video podcast right now that means it actually worked and that means i am partially a genius for figuring it out but also it means i'm persistent because i did not give up when i should have 16 episodes ago arguably okay so I don't know if you guys watched the Manny Pacquiao versus Bronner fight, but I did. I did. I think I talked about this briefly on the last podcast. No, I think I talked about UFC on the last podcast. Um, but basically, there's been a lot of uh, memes going around about Bronner, and rightfully so. Rightfully so. I don't know if you guys watched that. Uh, boxing match, but I'm not a big boxing guy. I just happened to be in the bar the same time that match was going on. So my eyes started gazing, started gazing after the UFC fights were finished, started gazing at the, at the boxing matches. And um, yeah, I got to say right off the bat, I'm not even going to get into the Bronner thing right now. I'm just going to say that I don't know what the hell these boxers are wearing right now. These boxers aren't wearing what they should be wearing to do an athletic event, okay? 
What the hell do I mean by that? You obviously have not watched boxing this year, okay? Boxers back in the day, they used to wear, you know, shoes, gym shorts, athletic shorts, breathable, you know? Boxing gloves. That's it. No t-shirts, no fancy shorts going on there, no fancy shoes, no fancy socks. Standard gym equipment, okay? These boxers nowadays, it looks like they're going out to play mass at a carnival. I don't know what the hell they're wearing. Some of them are wearing skirts. How are you going to box in a skirt? I get it. It's probably very breathable because it's just it's just moving around. Just moving around. I don't get it though. I don't get it. Some of these boxers were wearing skirt-like shorts that have fur on them. Fur. I don't think fur is breathable. How are you going to perspirate into fur? What is going on? How do you choose to perspirate into fur? I get it. You're walking down the street. It's very cold outside. You know, minus 30. You're wearing a big jacket that has fur on it. You start sweating because you're so warm because of that jacket. I get it. You know, you can't stop that from happening. You got to stay warm. And unfortunately, that's how you get hypothermia because you're sweating in the cold. But that's besides the point. <laughs> um, the fact of the matter is, why are professional boxers wearing fur as a choice of boxing attire? I don't know who decided this was okay. But this is not okay. Shouldn't be wearing skirts. I mean, if you want to wear a skirt, go ahead. Go ahead, okay? But it's not even like they're traditional skirts. It's not like it's a kilt. These skirts are open. Like, they're like, the sides are open. I don't know what's going on. I don't understand it. I don't know fashion. I don't know if this is a fashion statement. Bronner was sponsored by Fashion Nova or some fashion company. I mean, thought it was boxing. Puma, Niking, Nike, I said Niking, <laughs> I don't even know how to say Nike, that's uh, the knockoff brand is Niking, <laughs> it's like Vikings, but it's Niking, um, it's crazy man, fur, fur on the shoes, fur on the, fur on the shorts and skirt, don't know what's going on, another thing, some of these outfits are so flashy I don't know how they're even like you can even you can't even look at them they're so flashy okay some of these guys are wearing bright purple with glitterized they're glitterized okay they're glitterized there's one guy wearing it looked like it, it looked like a lampshade from the 80s it's like one of those rope it's like one of those those tassels you know those tassels you know like when you walk through a door um Dane Cook actually did a bit about this a long time ago where you walk through a door and it has the beads on it. One guy was wearing beads. I don't know how that's acceptable. But yeah, there's one guy that looked like a lampshade from the 80s. He was wearing brown, um, I don't even know, tassels as a skirt. I don't, I don't know what's going on. I don't know how that is athletic clothing. 
I don't know how you are able to perspirate and get full range of motion in a pair of shorts that has tassels on it like like they look like they belong on a curtain or a lampshade. I don't I don't get it. But um it's a very weird thing. Some of these guys were wearing these like they looked like leather shorts. They looked leather. I don't know how you're going to wear leather or pleather, you know. That's not breathable. I would be dying. Right now I'm wearing cotton and I'm I'm hot right now. I'm hot. I'm hot. I might be sweating soon to be honest because I'm getting really amped up about this and I didn't want to go this deep into this topic but I'm going to and I'm not going to stop okay it's unacceptable and as somebody that is watching boxing for the first time really I don't watch boxing you know I've watched the big events like Manny versus Mayweather okay didn't watch the undercards on that stuff this was the first time I started watching boxing I was watching the undercards of the Manny versus Bronner fight. And this is what I am invited into, okay? And it's just unacceptable. It's unacceptable. This is why people don't watch boxing. I, And I can't even say that because people watch boxing. But this is why I like UFC. You know what I mean? If some guy were to wear shorts with tassels on them in UFC, he would not only be the laughing stock of the UFC and probably not get any fights <laughs> but he'd probably get the crap beaten out of him even more because people would want to you know knock him out i want to knock him out <laughs> i can't fight i've always run away i've always <laughs> run away from fights in my life i can't when it comes to fight or flight i'm flight i'm gone people fighting make sure everybody i love are good good family friends good all right peace out i'm gonna go overweight at, i'm gonna wait at the car okay and uh <laughs> when it comes to fights it's funny um some people get road rage okay everybody gets road rage but people deal with it differently okay i deal with it in the way that i will cuss you out you know as everybody does everybody it's not even like cussing out it's just like i will get upset but i will do it from the comfort of my own car i will get upset still looking straight still looking at the road okay i'm not going to get upset and talk directly to you because when it comes to fighting your boy's flighting okay fight or flight flight okay my girlfriend she'll tell them straight up Respect her for it. Don't like it when she does it when I'm in the car. Because if if anything were to ever go down, who's going to be the one that gets knocked out? It's, it's your boy. I'm going to be like, oh, no, 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 it's good. I'm going to get knocked out. <laughs> I don't like that. That's why I take my own car or I drive. <laughs> She's going to hate me for saying this. But it's it's all good. It's all good. This is what we do on this podcast. We talk about stuff. By we, I mean myself and the wall. My calendar over here, my Canada sign over there. It's a party. It's a party. Um, it's funny though. Like I always think that I'm just like, if you fight, so I get upset when she when she fights. I'm just like, don't fight with anybody when you're in the car, because I'm gonna be the one that gets knocked out. Nobody else. Nobody else. Because 
I will have to step in. And I don't want to have to step in because somebody's going to get hurt. And that's somebody. It's going to be me for sure. Um, so, yeah. Watch the Bronner versus Manny Pacquiao fight. This has been a long sort of interlude. Um, but I'm, I'm going to break it down for you. Bronner got the crap knocked out of him. Every single round, Manny Pacquiao was fighting for the Philippines. Okay? He was knocking the guy out. Okay? Didn't knock him out. Didn't TKO him. But he was filling the guy in. He literally was like this. He was like this. The whole, the whole match. And if you're listening to this podcast, I was basically just covering my face with my hands. Just blocking. Okay? That's all Bronner was doing. He was just taking the shots. Taking those massive body shots. Taking those head shots. And um, it's very unfortunate. Uh, because it was a one-sided fight. But it's interesting to see how some people, you know, their entourage are what you call yes men. Okay? What do I mean by that? Bronner has yes men on his entourage because he clearly got the crap knocked out of him if you were watching the fight. Um, and it was a clear win for Manny Pacquiao. Okay? But he thought he won. And if you have yes men in your entourage, they will agree with you, even though they clearly saw that you did not win and you weren't even close to winning. So he thought he won. Nobody told him otherwise. So in that post-fight interview, it got real awkward. First off, he told the announcer to get his mother effing ass over here so he can talk to him. I mean... That's not really how you talk to anybody, okay? I don't care if it's an announcer. I don't care if you're fuming, okay? Just lost a big fight. You feel like it's been stolen from you, even though you clearly got knocked out. Um, you don't talk like you don't talk to people like that. So right off the bat, I lost all respect for him. Lost all respect for you. Like I don't care how big you are as a person. You know what I mean? I don't care how successful you are. You don't talk to another individual like that. And it makes me happy that it all happened on camera, okay? I hope that video plays for the rest of his life and karma eventually comes back to bite people like that because you don't, you don't do that. You don't get your mother effing ass over here. What? Why are you taking why are you taking your anger out on this announcer? What the hell is going on? So he did that right off the bat. And then he went on to go uh then he went on saying that like, you know, basically boxing's rigged. This whole fight was rigged because they want Manny to fight Mayweather again. And it's just like, "Oh my gosh, dude, you lost. You're a sore loser clearly. Um just take your beating and just go. You know, you have another you can fight again." somebody else but it's just crazy then he's just like oh manny clearly didn't win and all this stuff and it's insane and then he said the n-word too which is dude like it's an it's an international live stream what is going on you're swearing in all sorts of ways there's kids watching 
just called the <laughs> he just called the announcer a mother effer, and then he tells the announcer that he would go seven and zero and knock him out. <laughs> and the announcer just like, yeah, obviously I'm not a boxer. It was just a shit show. I don't know how you can go and just do that. And then I I checked out his Instagram page because people were just you know reposting the the post fight interview. It's just a crazy thing. I don't I don't get that like. I don't get how you can talk all that crap after the fight and be such a sore loser and swear and all this stuff and talk shit to the announcer that's, you know, a third party all on international TV. It's not like it's like some random guy on TMZ like recording. Okay, this is on like TSN or ESPN, whatever it's on. Millions of people are watching right now and you're going to do that. It's it's insane. It's like any brand watching. <laughs> like if I was a brand manager, you're immediately dropped. Like Fashion Nova that sponsored him. If I was working there, immediately dropped. Like it's crazy, man. I don't I don't know why people do that. It's just take your beating and go. Train, beat the next guy. I get it. It's a big event, but don't be a sore loser and don't talk shit <laughs> it's crazy um so i'm happy manny pacquiao went uh won and it's like awesome to see manny pacquiao because like even after the fight he went up to that guy to Bronner, and to his team and like congratulated them and said like good fight or whatever like that's a class act that is a class act to win to lose but to go and like say you know great fight to the other team shake hands like it's a fight it's done you lost it's crazy. It's a uh, so it's good to see Manny Pacquiao setting an example, and uh, Bronner setting an example of what not to do. Obviously, when it comes to uh, just reacting to situations <laughs> and um, how not to act on a live stream. Um, but yeah, that was interesting. So uh, that was boxing. Okay. The other thing that kind of annoyed me the other day, I'm gonna get into this right now, is Instagram culture instagram nation i've talked about this stuff so many times but there's something new that pissed me off <laughs> something so random like last week or last or two weeks ago i think it was last week there was this new instagram account started a lot of you probably know what it is it's about an egg okay it's about an egg those eggs that you crack you know you eat them egg yolk all that sort of stuff an egg okay somebody created an instagram account for an egg and they posted one picture the picture said we want to be i don't remember what kardashian it was i don't know chloe cleo kelsey kim i i don't know what crystal it, it was probably crystal kardashian so they wanted to be crystal kardashian <laughs> and um they wanted to beat her because she had the most liked Instagram photo of all time. So they wanted to beat that. Okay. And they were going to do that with this photo of an egg. And by everybody's surprise, they did it. They beat Crystal Kardashian's photo. I think it was a selfie. Um, the most liked Instagram photo of all time. They did it. They won. Okay. And, um, Everybody was just so hype about it. 
I, I don't understand why. Like, it's like the stupidest thing. I, I don't I don't get it. Like, I get that it's like a funny thing because it's a photo of an egg is beating a Kardashian. But like to a certain extent, it doesn't matter. I mean, I don't know why that's like such a cool thing. Like, obviously, whoever owns that account, that's like good on you. Okay, good on you. Because now you probably have like millions of subscribers on uh, Instagram or followers. I mean, um, and then you can try to monetize that. Make a meme page. Okay, but it's just such a weird thing that people get so hype about something like an egg. It's just like, oh, we got to make this egg, you know, reach uh, whatever, beat uh, coffee Kardashian. And um, <laughs> yeah, people are so hype. I reposted the photo because I was just like, is this actually serious? <laughs> are people actually serious? And um, yeah, it's a serious thing. That's what people are getting hype about in 2019. People are getting hype about getting likes for an egg on Instagram. The world at record egg. That's what it's called. The world record egg. So if you're looking to waste some time and look into this, check it out. The world record egg. It's so random. I don't get it. I don't get it. Um, okay. Staying on Instagram. Okay. Staying on Instagram. I just had another thought. Okay. Another thing that grinds my gears is when people make secondary Instagram accounts for themselves. Okay. I have no problem when you're like an influencer, you have millions of followers and stuff like that. You have millions of subscribers on YouTube, make all the accounts that you want. Like, you know, the David Dobrik's of the world, they have secondary Instagram accounts like all those people do. Um, but when you have 25 followers. Don't make a second account. Okay? Don't make a second account, Jessica, for 25 Instagram followers. And you're going to ask me after this podcast, who is Jessica? I just made up that name. Okay? Because it sounds like a Jessica thing to do, to be honest, making a secondary account for 25 followers. Show some respect. Show some respect. Okay? Secondary account. I don't get that. Don't make a secondary account. Grow your first account. Grow your first account. I don't need to watch a fitness video on you on a secondary account. I don't need to watch a cooking or food video of you on a secondary account. Grow your first account. Grow your first account. Don't need a you don't need a second account. You don't need a second account. Because a lot of the people that do this stuff, it's not even like a second account, like it's a business or something like that. It's just a second account you're just not gonna post to. Jessica, figure it out. It's a second account you're not gonna post to. Don't make a second account. You don't need a second account. Focus on the one account you have already. I don't need a second account to see your baby photos, okay? I don't need a second account to watch you eat food, okay? Unless you're a food blogger, I don't need to look at a second account. I'm not going to follow it. Absolutely not. Do not follow me because I don't want your follow. That's a bad follow. It's like it's a bot because you're not going to use that account. So I don't want a bot follow from you, Jessica, okay? 
Don't do it. Okay? Anybody that's thinking about making a second account, if you have 26 followers on Instagram, do not make a second account. Don't do it. You're wasting your time, kids. God, I don't get it. I don't get it. If it's a business, make a second account for the business. I don't need to watch Jessica.eats. And it's just just photos of food. Okay? Don't need that. I don't need that. Unless you have a purpose for the account. Don't make the account. Don't make the account. Okay? So many people out there that are trying to do these side projects. I've done it before. I've done it before. I've had so many side projects. I've had a dance company. I've been doing a blog for so long. I have a second account for those things. Okay? But I don't have a Bradley.podcast account. Okay? I'm trying to grow my first account. Okay? So Jessica, if you have 25 followers, do not split up those followers on a second account. Grow that first account. Come on. You're doing too much here. You're doing too much. It just grinds my gears. I don't know. And like people always like people like that, they'll like be like, oh, follow my second account. It's all like fitness and stuff like that. Fitness inspiration. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. You don't even post on your first account. You're not going to post on your second account. Why are you making a second account? Okay? Don't make a second account because you're not going to post on it. Okay, Jessica? So back off. I'm not going to follow you. Okay? <laughs> I don't know. It just grinds my gears. I don't know why, but it does. It's just like people are just making accounts for making accounts because they want to become influencers. They want to become Insta-famous. They want to do all this stuff, but they're not actually doing anything. Like if you're going to create content, create content. If you're going to create videos, create videos. If you're going to create, you know, a food blog, if you're going to create a blog of some sort, do it. But if you're not even doing anything on your main account, just make your main account that. I don't get it. Ah, I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it. And I probably will never get it. And like even people that like private their Instagram accounts, why are you privating it? I mean, like that's different. <laughs> I got like people post like sometimes uh, interesting photos and videos. Um, so I get why you might private it to hide from your employers and stuff like that. But like creating a second account, I don't get it. Um, especially if you're not doing anything with your first account. It just doesn't make sense. It's just a waste of time. You know what I mean? So, Jessica, if you're listening to this, don't make that second account. Focus on that first account. Create that content. If you're looking to become a food blogger, if you're looking to talk shit about the Living the Canadian Dream podcast, you do that, Jessica. You can do it. I know you can. Just don't make a second account for it. (laughs) Oh, man. This uh, podcast has been a uh, shit show, and it's sponsored by... uh, shit show <laughs> um okay let's go into the next thing i want to talk about the book of the day the book of the day okay book of the day is called platform get noticed 
in a noisy world. I was just reading my notes. Okay, sorry. I forget what the name of the book was. It's called Platform, but like the subtitles, Get Noticed in a Noisy World. And that's by Michael Hyatt. Michael Hyatt is a very well-known blogger, author, all that sort of good stuff. Okay? I love this book when I read it. It's a very good book. If you're looking to build your personal brand, I don't care if you're an artist. I don't care if you're a comic. I don't care if you're Jessica looking to start a food blog. Check out this book, okay? This book is really good. Um, it'll teach you all about like sort of online strategies, social media, blogging. You know, it gives you a good idea on how you can get noticed in a noisy world, as the subtitle says. Um, but yeah, like it'll help you, give you some really good tips on how you can stand out, how you can make a name for yourself in an industry online. So check that book out. It's really good. I enjoyed it. I listened to the audiobook version of that, and it was delightful. It was delightful. It was relaxing. Learned a lot. And um, it's one of those books that you can actually finish and not fall asleep in. Trust me. Talked about it last podcast. I've read a lot of books. And there have been many where I have not finished. Or I forced myself to finish and it was the worst experience of my life. Okay? So it's not like that. If you're looking to read a good book, learn more about online, learn more about personal branding, growing a brand, check that book out. It's pretty lit. Um, what else did I want to talk about? Uh app of the day we can just hop into let's just jump into it okay let's just jump into it um the app of the day this week is called grammarly it's a extension for chrome um if you use chrome it is a really good application slash extension because it helps you from sounding like an idiot when you're typing emails <laughs> typing on social media it stops you from making mistakes that are common. And I use, uh, for all my writing and stuff like that, creative, all my creative writing, I use this app called Evernote, which I've talked about before. I absolutely love it. And um, I use Evernote. And this app called Grammarly also helps me proofread on Evernote. Even better. It catches all the shit that you don't, no is like in the english language you don't know our rules you know it catches all the stuff that you didn't think were rules okay like a comma goes there crap didn't know that you know thank you grammarly <laughs> um you know use this word instead oh didn't know that i'm learning on the fly thought i knew english only know it 75 percent not a bad thing but like 75 percent not a, it's a pass but like I mean, it's my only language that I know. And that's why I always respect people that know multiple languages. I show goddamn respect to those people because those people are incredible individuals, okay? They are what you call world changers, to be honest. <laughs> I can only speak one language, barely 75% just talked about it because... I still make a lot of mistakes when it comes to grammar and punctuation, okay? Commas, you know, semicolons, I don't know about those too well, you know. Uh, ask me about a period, I'll I'll pop a period in right there. I, I know exactly where periods go. But some other of some other things, you know, um, 
I don't even know. Uh, there's some interesting. There's some interesting forms of punctuation and grammar. I, I don't know. And I'm 24 years old. I'm an adult. I'm a grown-ass man. And I still don't know all of the English punctuation you know, rules and stuff like that. Okay. Um, so Grammarly will help you not sound like an idiot. And that's why I respect people that know multiple languages because not only have they mastered one, they have mastered multiple. And to be honest, I can't test them on it. Can't find out if they actually know what the hell they're talking about. But I mean, they know more than me because I mean, even saying hi in a different language, it's more than I know. Okay, I know bonjour, je m'appelle Brad. Okay, comment ça va? That that's about it. I have limited working proficiency in French. Okay, I took French for years. Took French for years. Okay, still don't know the language. Still don't know the language. All those French classes, I wish I paid attention. It's kind of like me in reading, <laughs> and that's why I need Grammarly. Because I should have paid attention in English class. Um, that's why I hate reading, okay? I have a problem with reading. I prefer audiobooks because they're just easy. You can do other stuff while you listen to a book and feel like you're growing as a person. Because you get to check that thing off on the Goodreads account and say, Yo, I just read that book. And then nobody can say you didn't because you read it. Um... reading up until I want to say university up until university I'm not gonna lie to you guys maybe read a few books in my life okay I had to read in like grade 12 11 for this stupid uh, I don't know reading assessment program that we had in our school we had to read books to get a certain amount of points by doing these like quizzes and um if you fail the quiz, you can't retake it. So I had to read the books because I didn't want to keep friggin' retaking stuff. Because I remember the first time I tried a quiz, didn't read the book, read the synopsis, failed the quiz. So I was just like, damn, this isn't going to work. So I had to read the books. And that's when I first started reading. Okay. Up until that point in my life, there was something called Spark Notes <laughs> that got me through elementary school, high school. And uh, shout out to Sparknotes. Shout out to online summaries. Because without you guys, wouldn't have gotten a BBA. Man, reading wasn't for me. <laughs> and that's probably why I only have a 75% working efficiency in the English language. Didn't read enough books as a kid. <laughs> I used to pick out the books in the library when I was in elementary school. That you didn't have to do a lot of reading. It was more of like an activity. So I would pick out books like. Where's Waldo? That's a fan favorite. I Spy. That's a family classic. Um, what other ones would I pick out? Books with pictures. Those were my go-to books. Any book that has a picture. That's my go-to book. Because that means less reading. And more looking. Okay. More imagining. Okay. <laughs> can't blame me because some of those goddamn books were so lame I'm not gonna lie to you guys I don't want to read Sherlock Holmes I'm in grade five why do I care <laughs> why do I care 
I don't care. Don't care. And that's where I learned how to skim books. Not even speed reading. Just hitting those hitting those skims. And uh kids are lucky nowadays. Because they don't have to even, you know, get the spark notes uh like that we had to do in those actual books. They can literally Google any book, get a summary about it, and even probably get a twelve page essay about it. So they don't have to do anything. They can literally just Google everything. And I'm kind of envious of that. Because that would probably serve me all throughout university. <laughs> it's funny though, like ever and like ever since um you know like you actually got tested on books and stuff like that up until that point in my life until i got tested on books just cruise by just cruise by i always hated reading and um yeah that's my life that's my goddamn life it's my goddamn life so check out that app check out that book of the week as well because they're pretty lit okay um I've been looking because I've been, I was just buying some gifts and stuff like that on uh, Amazon. Uh, I was looking at some interesting stuff. And it's one of those things that always shows up whenever I enter Amazon because I have it on my wish list. I want to make my own beer. I've always wanted to do it for years. I've actually wanted to make my own beer. They have beer making kits and I'm really tempted on getting one. Let me know if you guys have made your own beer because I would love to hear your experience. I've gotten recipes before from people. They sent me like IPA recipes. Hate IPA, not going to make that type of beer because I don't like acid in my stomach. Okay. Blonde beer, I will, I'll do that all day long. Pilsner, not bad. I'll do that too. I mean, there's a lot of beer out there that I would make and I would love to make but when you're putting in so much effort you don't want to waste it on an IPA and you're drinking it after it's not like it's refreshing it's burning your tongue on the way down because it's so acidic I do not want to do that okay I don't want to do that so back off if you send me an IPA recipe <laughs> I don't want your IPA recipe I want a blonde recipe and um, to be honest, I'm thinking about getting a beer making kit. So it comes with all the stuff that you need, the jug, the whatever, the hops, all that sort of good stuff. And then you make the beer. And it's a mission of a process. It takes like a couple weeks or something to actually make the beer because you got to like do all the boiling, the straining of the whatever, the oats and then the hops and then the setting. It's a lot of work. So I got to really be in the right mindset to do this because it's going to be a dedicated effort because if that beer does not turn out the way that I want it to, I'm going to be so upset. You guys have no idea. I'm going to be so upset and I'm going to come on this podcast and I will probably be cussing and that's okay. That's okay. You know what I should do? I should get the beer making kit, make the beer, wait, you know, however many weeks it takes to do that come on the podcast try the beer for the first time give you guys my reaction i think that could be a plan that could be a plan let me know if you guys want me to do that because i could do that and then if it's actually really bad that would be really funny <laughs> uh 
Like I spend all that time, put all that blood, sweat, and tears into that beer. And it tastes like absolute crap. It tastes like Pops Blue <laughs> or Bud Light if you're in Canada, you know? A lot of people drink Bud Light. Don't know why. Don't drink Bud Light. Not good, okay? Watered down, watered down beer, okay? Drink something good, okay? I love beer and I really try to explore new beer. Okay, that's why I like going to the, you know, the beer festivals, the craft beer festivals, the international beer festivals. I love that shit. I love two things in this world. Two things. Beer and coffee. Those are my two favorite foods. <laughs> I guess they could be considered foods. I love beer and coffee. Those are two of my favorite things, okay? I could go into detail about the coffee that I like, okay? I'm a Colombian guy, okay? I like Colombian coffee, okay? Arabica is pretty good too. <laughs> Depends on what type, okay? But as with coffee, and I also like to try new beers, okay? So at these festivals and just even like at the bar, I'll try a new beer. I'll try it. If it meets my basic criteria for beer, I will try it. First off, is it an IPA? Oh, it is? You can take that beer and throw it outside. I don't want that crap, okay? You can take that beer, toss it down the sink. Don't want that. I'm not going to lie to you. I've had a few good IPAs, okay? I've just had experiences with many bad IPAs, and that's why I'm so against the IPA. Um... I've had so many bad experiences with IPAs, and that's why I hate them. Um, so does it meet that criteria? Is it an IPA? Okay, it's not. What type of beer is it? Oh, it's a blonde. Oh, it's a Pilsner. True. True. I'll do that all day. I'll do that all day long. Okay? Um, also, where is it made? This is another interesting question. Okay? If it's made in, like, Germany... I find it a lot stronger of a like I find the beer a lot stronger. Okay. I've had a lot of German beers where it's like um like a German drought or whatever, and then um it's very strong. It's very strong. And it's not even like just strong, it's very hoppy or it could be very bitter. But then there's other beers from Germany that are super smooth. So you really have to find out which type it is. Um, like I find like North American beers, you know, like the mainstream brands, you know, they're very smooth, not hoppy at all because they're just watered down beer. Um, but when they're craft beers, ooh, those could go either way. And that's why I like the craft beer festival because you get to try a bunch of stuff. And, um, the third question I ask, that brings me to the third question I ask, which is, does it have flavor in it? What do I mean by flavor? Many beers, especially craft beers, they'll have flavoring in their beers. It could be like, this beer is blueberry flavored. This beer tastes like chocolate. And really, it doesn't taste exactly like it. It might not be like, oh, this tastes like a milkshake. You know, it's not going to taste like that. But it'll have like a hint of chocolate. I tasted this beer at a uh, a beer festival and it was a coffee beer. 
It tasted like coffee, but it was beer. It was very weird. It was a very weird thing. And to be honest, that is the best of both worlds because it unites my two favorite things, coffee and beer. And that's sort of how I figure out what type of beer I like. And whatever bar I go into, those are the three things. Those are the three things. Is it an IPA? <laughs> Where was it made? Does it have flavoring in it? I'm not a big flavoring guy. Wherever it's made, it, I can go either way. I don't care. Um, but it just gives me an idea. And then, IPA. If it's an IPA, your boy is not touching it. Unless it's free. Then I will try it out. But I probably won't like it. Unless it's like Keith's. I love Keith's. I don't know what type of goddamn IPA that is, but it's super smooth and it doesn't burn your throat while you drink it, okay? I shouldn't be drinking beer and my throat is on fire. It feels like I'm, you know, gargling Listerine. It shouldn't feel like that, okay? When you drink beer, it should be smooth. <laughs> so, yeah, that's that's my that's my idea of beer, okay? And um let me know what type of beer you guys like, okay? If you guys are into beer, let me know because I'm always looking to try out new beverages. I love beer. I am a big beer guy, to be honest, to be honest. I'm not a big hard liquor guy at all. I don't like hard liquor. It's not for me. Like rum and Cokes, they're all right. I can do that. You know, whiskey sour, don't like stuff that's sour. I have been honestly messed up with sour stuff ever since I was a kid. And I blame my sister. I blame my sister. I'm going to break it down for you right now. I blame my sister for wrecking my sour tolerance. Okay? As a kid, she would buy all of the sour candy. All of it. She'll buy like the jawbreakers. She'll buy the sour, sour, sour patch kids. Like sour patch times three. Like I didn't know that was a thing. You know when people get like the extra hot sauce? Like she gets the extra sour sauce okay and it's crazy because i'm not dealing with that okay and ever since a kid my sour freaking tolerance is honestly messed up the minute i think of having something sour like right now i'm talking about sour candies and it just brings me back and my mouth starts to salivate in a very weird way like it's getting ready for a war like i'm like i'm messed up like, I can't deal with sour stuff. So the minute I'll have, like, a Sour Patch Kid, even though it's, like, a very low tolerance, it's like a Tabasco sauce of the Scoville scale. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not like that ghost pepper sauce. Like, she used to give me that ghost pepper shit. And now even the light stuff messes me up. And I feel like I'm going to die because my mouth starts to salivate. I feel like my heart is racing. I'm about to go into cardiac arrest. My arm starts to twitch. My eyes start to flicker. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on because my brain is honestly effed up because it can't take any sour stuff anymore. So whenever somebody says, oh, you should try this whiskey sour, I say, no, no, I will die. I will literally die right here. And I don't know what medical term that's called but it probably has a term because I've been scarred for my entire life. I can't have anything sour because my mouth is messed up. <laughs> so Alyssa 
if you're watching this podcast or listening to this podcast, just know you wrecked my life with that sour shit. <laughs> Still messed up. Still messed up. Till today. Huh. I'm literally shaking. I'm literally perspirating. I'm literally twitching a little bit. Like, you have no idea. Sour shit gets me amped. Okay? It gets me amped. It brings me to the next level. It's like drinking an IPA. Maybe that's why I hate IPA. Maybe it tastes a little sour to me. I can't deal with sour shit. Can't deal with it. Can't deal with it. If you offer me a sour Skittle, get the frig out of here. Get the get the frig out of here. Are you kidding me? Show some goddamn respect. You eat regular Skittles like a human being, okay? Sour Skittles. Show some goddamn respect. I don't know how people eat sour stuff. I can't do it. I can't do it. And I have been manipulated. My young mind was manipulated to hate sour stuff because I was tortured. I was tortured by my sister to eat the sour Skittles that I didn't want to eat. And it wrecked me. It wrecked me. My mouth is going right now. It feels like I'm eating sour Skittles because it's all in my brain. I'm going crazy because I don't like sour stuff. It's crazy. Oh my gosh, this has been a long-ass rant about sour Skittles. Imagine getting triggered by sour Skittles. That's that's literally what it is. I get triggered by sour Skittles and anything sour. Anything sour, I get triggered and I'm literally shaking. I can't deal with it, okay? So if you ever offer me something sour, <laughs> god damn, I, I get so upset. I get so upset. It's like, absolutely not. I do not want anything sour. Is this supposed to be enjoyable? You want me to enjoy the candy? Don't get anything sour. It's not enjoyable. You're not enjoying it. You're not. You can't tell me you're enjoying sour candy. You can't tell me that you wake up in the morning craving sour candy. That is a lie and you know it, okay? You know it. You know it. Nobody does that. I might wake up in the morning craving gluten, but that's because I'm pro-gluten and you can back off, okay, Jessica? Yeah, you and your gluten-free stuff, back off, okay? Nobody's buying gluten-free right now. So back off, let me eat my gluten, back off with your sour candy and your second Instagram account, okay? Nobody's got time for that. Okay, Jessica? Okay, cheers. Um, <laughs> goddamn. I freaking hate the goddamn sour candies, I can tell you that much, son. You better back off if you come any closer, Okay? Come any closer, you're going to have to lose a limb or something. I ain't got time for that. I ain't got time for that. Yeah, that's my life. Um, Yo, this weekend, I'm super stoked because I'm going to my first ever amateur wrestling match. WWE, but amateur style. It's going to be lit. I'm so excited. You guys have no idea. I'm so excited. Amateur wrestling. Does it get any better than that? Okay, and I don't even know how to explain it because I'm so excited. I'm so excited. My friend asked me the other day. He's just like, "Yo, one of my friends is uh, like a semi-pro amateur wrestler, and uh, he's just he's coming to Toronto. Do you guys want to come watch the show?" Nobody else responded. I said, "Absolutely. That's literally what I'm doing. That's all I want to do is watch that." I need that in my life. I've never watched it before, but that's one of those experiences you have to go 
try out. It's like going to a demolition derby. How do you not go to a demolition derby? If you get the opportunity, you go to a goddamn demolition derby. I feel the same way about amateur wrestling matches, okay? I feel the exact same way. If you get the offer, if you get the invitation, you go to the amateur wrestling match. You only get one invitation, okay? That could change your life. That could be the talking point of this podcast for the next year. Every single podcast, I could talk about that amateur wrestling match, breaking it down to the introductions, to the big flips, to the way it smelt in the arena, to the way the fans were crazy. Were people wearing shirts for amateur wrestlers? I don't know. I'm really excited. Is this going to be televised somewhere? Is there going to be a Twitch stream that has this amateur wrestling match on it? I don't know. But whatever happens, I need to experience this because I'm still on a high off that goddamn demolition derby from three years ago. I'm still amped about it because it was one of the greatest days of my goddamn life. Okay? 24 years old. This could be the second greatest day of my life. Okay? So, I'm excited, okay? I don't know what I'm going to see. I don't know if I'm going to see somebody get cut up or something, like in that recent Twitter video that went viral, like, you know, three months ago. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know if there's going to be blood and stuff like that. I don't know if it's going to be a cinematic event. I don't know if there's going to be fog. I don't know if there's going to be a smoke machine. It's like The Undertaker coming to the ring. I don't know if there's going to be a huge dialogue before each fight. I don't know what's going on. I don't know. But I'm super excited. I'm super excited. And I can't wait to share it with you guys. Because it's going to be hella lit. And I just hope. I just hope that in your lifetime, you get the opportunity to go to cool things like an amateur wrestling match. And... I've told people about this and they're just like, why are you so excited? I'm just like, this is going to be the greatest day of my life. This is all I have right now. This is all I'm looking forward to. Okay. I need this. I need this to be great because this is the talking point on my podcast. Okay. This is all I have to talk about. There's nothing else. Absolutely nothing else. (laughs) So I'm excited. Um, I actually watched a, uh, a podcast interview on Joe Rogan with Jake the Snake the famous wrestler of the uh, of the WWE. Jake the Snake is one of the most well-known wrestlers. He is famous in the era of... of I don't know any wrestlers. I don't know friggin' any wrestlers. Uh, Ric Flair. Woo! Ric Flair, yeah. Yeah. Um, he's famous in that era. He was on that podcast. Very interesting life. He was talking about like how he became a famous wrestler, um, you know, his personal challenges and all that stuff. It's crazy life of a wrestler. And you don't get that stuff unless, like, you watch podcasts. And that's why I love podcasts so much because you get to actually find out what's going on behind a person's life, behind the fame, behind all the, you know, the money and stuff like that. Like, you get to actually find out what's going on in their life. How did they get to that point in their life? What happened when they were kids? It's crazy. It's crazy stuff. And his story is absolutely insane. Um, It's very inspiring too because he's been through a lot of stuff. It's very sad. Um, uh, Yeah, it's a a very cool thing. So 
check out that podcast if you're looking for something to listen to or watch. Jake the Snake was on Joe Rogan's podcast. It's very good. Gets very sad, but um, where he got in his life is just like incredible. So it's very, it's very good. It's a very good podcast if you're looking for something to watch. But um, yeah, I don't know. I'm looking forward to it. I don't really know wrestling to be honest. Uh, there's this one wrestling video that actually killed me. I forget what it's freak. I forget what the name of it is called. Um, but it was this famous wrestler that they tried to. Um, <laughs> it's literally famous just because it was a fail. It was this new wrestler that they were trying to announce. This was like Ric Flair era. Um, it was this wrestler that wore a glitterized stormtrooper helmet. I think it was called the Shock Doctor or Shockwave. Shock Doctor. I think it was Shock Doctor. Look that up on YouTube. Shock Doctor, the wrestler. He was wearing a Stormtrooper helmet that was glitterized and he was supposed to be the next big thing. But he failed because when he was doing a big dialogue scene on live TV, he fell. But not only did he fall, he fell and the helmet came off. Everybody saw who it was and it was very uncomfortable for the viewers. So he never showed up again. <laughs> that was the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. Check that out. I think it's the shock doctor. It is actually hilarious. He's talking crap to other wrestlers. He walks into the room. He trips. He falls. The mask comes off. That's the end of his career. It's crazy. And then you can hear the commentators and the people in the production team. Like they're just like, shit, did that actually happen? No. Did he actually? Oh, geez. He dropped his helmet. Oh, my gosh. And you can hear them talking and it's on live. It's amazing. It's incredible. Those are the videos that bring you happiness. If they don't bring you happiness. They bring me happiness. <laughs> so um, check that out if you're looking for something funny to watch. Uh, but yeah. I don't think I really have anything else to talk about, to be honest. I'm basically at an hour mark. Um, I hope this video podcast actually works this week because it will save me a lot of trouble, a lot of stress, a lot of money, and bring me happiness, okay? That's all we want to do at the end of the day, guys, is to be happy. And that's what I hope this podcast does for you. I might say some crazy stuff sometimes. I might just try to make jokes out of stuff that's not really funny. But I'm happy that you guys stay till the end. If you left, you know, half an hour earlier, you're missing this. Because this is not an apology. This is just a heart-to-heart. This is what we need sometimes. It's a heart-to-heart. I don't know. I enjoy doing this podcast. It brings me a lot of happiness. It's a... Uh, as I said before, free therapy. Um, <laughs> just me talking to my wall. It's a good time. It's a good time. And a lot of people are just like, yo, Brad, you can't do a podcast for an hour by yourself. What are you going to talk about? Yo, I do these conversations every single day. Every single goddamn day. I'm talking to myself every single day. And that's why creative writing is so fun. Okay? Because I get these thoughts that I have on paper like that sour candy thing I should write that down because that's just a funny thought okay it's a very interesting thought <laughs> very interesting trauma okay 
That's one of my scars. <laughs> That's literally one of my scars. And it's in my mouth because I can't, I don't have taste buds like that anymore. I messed up. Still from sour candy. Um, I got to get over that, okay? I got to get over that point in my life. I got to move on. I got to become a bigger man. Um, I think this is the end of this podcast, to be honest. I got nothing else to talk about. So let's wrap this up. If you're a boxer, wear some goddamn proper clothing, okay? Go to Sports Check. Go to National Sports. Get a pair of shorts, boxing gloves, proper running shoes, okay? You don't need to wear boots into the ring. You don't need to wear a skirt into the ring. Wear proper clothing, okay? Don't wear leather pants, okay? Breathable Adidas shorts, okay? One. Number two, don't make a second Instagram. <laughs> ah, what am I saying? Can't even talk because this podcast is over, okay? But what I was going to say is don't make a second Instagram account if you don't have a following yet. If you don't have a purpose for that second Instagram account. If you don't post, don't make a second Instagram account, okay, Jessica? I hope you understand now. Number three, look for those fun experiences like going to an amateur goddamn boxing wrestling match. It could be, I don't know what's going to happen. It could be a it could be a full-out street fight. I don't know what's going to happen. So I'm looking forward to that. Do not miss out on that stuff because those are the greatest experiences in this goddamn world, okay? I like to say goddamn a lot. God damn. Okay, that's the end of this podcast. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate it. Until next time, peace out. We'll see you later. Peace. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Living the Canadian Dream podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure you subscribe to the podcast and leave an awesome review. Also, if you're looking for more great content by Bradley Thompson, make sure you check out his blog at livingthecanadiandream.com and follow him on social media at I am Brad Thompson. Thanks again for listening and we'll see you next time. Cheers.